This is the EPLOG audio experience. Hello and welcome to yet another episode of Around the World with Rohan, this time season 2 and as we promised you in season 2 everything we bring, the stories we tell are going to be more immersive, something which we haven't done in the past, uh, something we would like to explore in this particular season. So uh, staying true to what we said, today is a uh, you know, different session altogether and I'm sure a lot of people are excited out there to listen to this podcast and that is because there's a very interesting personality with us here today who has been an amazing amazing nature, travel, wildlife photographer. Mainly his photos have been published in uh, magazines like National Geographic and uh, Lonely Planet. So you can, you know, just just imagine the kind of uh, potential he has and the kind of information, wisdom, knowledge he will be giving you through this podcast. So without further ado, let me introduce to you my friend and uh, my guest for today's podcast, Mr. Vishal Sabarwal. Vishal, thank you so much for coming on my show. Thanks a lot, buddy. Thanks for having me on your show. Although a very short notice, but it was a uh, long due, I would suppose. Yeah, it was, it was. Uh, indeed, it was, you know. I would like to say Vishal and me about Vishal and me. Vishal and me were a few years ago when we were a travel channel for a show. And I would like to tell you that he is a photographer. But at the same time, he's a wanderer, he's a biker, he, he leads a... You know, so we were showing a bike in Nagaland. And in Hornville, Vishal was my relationship with And since then, we have been friends. And we did a show together wherein he helped me travel. Uh, you know, we biked all across uh, Nagaland. And that was an insane experience. But as he said, it was long due. And people got to know his story, his side of stories. And how travel can be different if uh, we take uh, the perspective of a photographer. So that's the podcast uh, we're going to talk about. Vishal, what is the difference between... Let me hit you straight away with my first question. What is the difference between a normal traveler and someone like you? Some, you know, traveling for a purpose. You know, whether it is photography, whether it is uh, searching for something. How different it is? So in all, most travels, uh, people would plan... Uh, they'll figure out a destination, they'll look at places of interest they need to visit and they'll carry forward their itinerary. In terms of getting a brief uh, as a photographer where you are more responsible for your deliverables to the client, more or less the similar principles apply. But the biggest difference here would be figuring out a lot of things beforehand. Also, keeping an open mind to meet locals and getting inputs on what more can be covered which is not already there on the map. So the biggest difference in travel typically is when you're under a lot of uh, responsibility to deliver, if you go above and beyond what you've been asked to do, uh, will always benefit your professionalism. Uh, Vishal, before we start with your story and uh, your travel journey, uh, give us a gist of where you come, where you are from, where you are from, so just for them, The interesting thing is I'm not from Delhi. My initial days were in Bombay, Achha. now Mumbai. Uh, my schooling was in Dehradun, uh, in Wellams. I moved around because of my father's transfers all across the country. One of the primary reasons why I took to travel and photography in the way I did is my father and my mother, my parents rather, um, would always emphasize that we travel as a family every year, at least once or twice a year if possible. And that's what kind of got me to explore as much as I could. Growing up in between Bombay and Dehradun, Delhi happened first 
2000. So 2002, I was in Delhi for a couple of years. And there I took to the interest of motorbiking because Himachal and the north was so close. I explored quite a lot from Delhi and then eventually in 2005 came to the northeast. And as of now, I'm settled in Shillong since the past couple of years. I've explored pretty much the entire Northeast in the past decade on my motorbike. And that's uh, how we happen to meet as well in Nagaland. Perfect. Perfect. So let me come straight to the to the point now. You know, you've been a photographer all your life, as far as I remember. And I remember you for a good uh, 10 years, if I'm not mistaken. So what is the difference between a good but a normal photographer and someone who is chosen by these esteemed organizations like Nagji or Lonely Planet, so on and so forth. What what makes them different? What makes these photographers different? See, like I tell everyone, anyone with any sort of camera, not necessarily the most expensive gear available, any sort of camera, if they have an eye for composition, they'll be a wonderful photographer. But in what sets a common person apart, or I wouldn't even say common person, what sets someone who's excellent in taking pictures, uh, as opposed to someone who's getting regular work with some of the big publications and brands, is the person who's going to be dedicated, who's going to be able to deliver on tight deadlines and be very consistent with their work. Also, someone who can go above and beyond. So there's something called a brief that's given to photographers, to professional photographers from the clients and publications. How do you carry forward that brief is entirely up to uh, the photographer's experience in doing so. You have to figure out where you're going, where you're going to be staying, the places of interest that need to be covered. What time of day would the lighting be the best for covering those particular places of interest and creating your itinerary and plan of action for the same. Uh, as I, in my workshops, also tell a lot of people, is the fact you need to plan, 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 and then work your plan. Because without planning, without figuring out what needs to be done, you're going to waste time. You aren't going to be able to meet your uh, deadlines or deliverables, and you're never going to get work again. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, just out of curiosity, have you? How many countries have you traveled? Uh, I, I won't get into the countries part, but have you traveled the whole of country, India? I've. Traveled, I mean, most of India, but since you brought up countries, I've traveled to North America, Canada, the US. I've traveled to various countries in Europe, uh, many countries in Southeast Asia. And coming back to India, I've covered pretty much North, South, East, West, all the corners, everything in between. On the bike? Um, I wouldn't say everything is on the bike because a lot of uh, commission photo shoots require a lot of gear to be carried and bike is probably not the best vehicle to have all the expensive gear on when you're traveling. So just to give you an idea on the bike, uh, uh-huh. I've covered about close to 500,000 kilometers. That's five lakh kilometers between four bikes that I've had. Wow. And I still remember, Vishal, you used to carry your tripod and there used to be this tripod on your handle, one camera in your pocket, one camera on your waist bag and this big lens uh, hanging on your shoulder. So, you know, you You know, that's one of the main reasons why I thought that a lot of people out there are interested in photography. You know, you are like one of the few flag bearers. But now with uh, mobile and now with social media, you know, there are so many people out there uh, who would want to learn so much from you because you are a chalta, filta and cyclos media about all of this. So, I want to ask you two things first. 
कि सबसे आप मुझे बताइएगा कि ये इस तरह के यू नो एक एक परसेप्शन है हमारे सोसाइटी का एक परसेप्शन है कि ये जो फोटोग्राफी हो गई या फिर मैं जैसे हो गया नो टेलीविजन एंकर हो गया ये कोई सीरियस जॉब्स नहीं है ये बस है ठीक है पैशन कर रहा है टाइम पास हो रहा है लेकिन आप काम क्या करते हैं तो आपने आपके पैशन को जो है यू नो यू क्रिएटेड सोर्स ऑफ इनकम थ्रू योर पैशन एंड देन अगेन यू आर डूइंग लॉट ऑफ अदर स्टफ राइट नाउ सो हाउ वन नीड्स टू गो अबाउट इट इसके बारे में थोड़ा सा आप गाइडेंस कर दीजिए यहाँ so uh initially i'll take you back to the time when i started and uh, it wasn't a cakewalk to be honest there was a lot of competition which in most of the industries is the case uh and i was employed with a full time job uh, i was with three different uh, big uh, multinational companies in human resources and uh, i was trying to make myself to get on board a big name publication uh lonely planet came to india in 2010 and i had so my second employment i had given up in i think 2006 i had taken a break year i had taken about one year off and struggled to get work and bills were getting paid i had to take up another job at the multinational the second job i left because i've been i'd been pushing my work wherever i could in order to get some income coming in from my passion it wasn't easy at all because when you're starting off no one knows you no one knows your work whatever you show people you'll get a lot of appreciation from friends and family and that's about it the expectations of people who know you will motivate you and you'll feel motivated to work further on in what you choose to do but people who do not know you is where you need to start becoming visible i remember i spoken to photographers who were at the time working with National Geographic National Geographic channel uh-huh. i did get immense help from them in terms of technicalities of photography but a lot of times uh-huh. my questions around how to get work were me uh, were unanswered the entire journey of trying to get in touch with the creative heads uh, the editors of magazines in my opinion at the time i had a pretty decent portfolio to share where i had got a mix of various genres of uh, photography that i used to do but that's not what sells what you need to focus on is do storylines with your images tell a story with a set of images and don't mix up things for example if i'm pitching a story to nagio on wildlife of india or the indian subcontinent i'm not going to get culture shots in my portfolio that throws the client off and it doesn't look very professional on my part so understand what you're trying to pitch to people if you're doing a travel story focus on the destination focus on the tidbits where someone of interest is going to come up and show you around that makes it even more interesting as opposed to going to a place covering an itinerary looking at the places of interest and coming back with a set of images if you meet a local let them show you around you get the insights of a place where no one else will have access to you build on the portfolio you keep at it you keep at it uh follow up i mean uh, i can't stress enough how much uh following up with clients has helped get my work out there so 2010 i remember finally after following up for a couple of months the editor in chief of lonely planet gave me a shout I was in Shillong at the time. They approached me. They said, "Look, we got a shoot. If you're up for it, primarily because one of their photographers who had initially committed could not make it for the shoot, and the shoot was in my backyard. So, Najuli, which is the largest river, freshwater island 
in the world was where in Assam on the Brahmaputra, correct? So that was my first photo shoot for Lonely Planet. And I still till this day feel their photographer didn't really back out. That was a backstory. But then they wanted me to get a chance. But the backstory comes into play so that I don't expect anything going forward. That's one off. But once I submitted my work, I captioned my images to an extent where I left no details from the image as I noted down from the locals. And the editors took such a liking and they appreciated me for the in-depth captioning that I'd done for the images. And that put my foot in the door to get more work. Within that same year, I had done four commissioned photo shoots for Lonely Planet. Perfect. Amazing. Amazing. And that was your start. And since then, you have been uh, uh, associated with them for a couple of more uh, ventures, right? Many. How, how did Nadjo happen? How did Nadjo? Uh, interestingly, because um, when Nadjo came in in 2012, uh, there was a handful of people in the industry who knew pretty much everyone. Some of the people who I personally had the interaction with uh, during my time uh, working with Goni Planet had joined National Geographic. And obviously, if you know someone who's good with what they do, you recommend those people. I got recommended. Uh, there was a story for the first sedation we had worked on where Mr. Steve McCary had shot Eastern Himalayan range. So Pakistan, Karakoram, Abdil, north of India. I was tasked to send in images of tribes from the eastern side of the Himalayas, which is primarily Arunachal, where I uh, published my work on Najio. Which are now that, you know, post-corona, there's not much happening. What, what, are, what are your plans? What are you working on these days? And then eventually I'll come into the whole travel thing. But I just wanted to understand what goes into making of a good photographer. So not every time you're going to get Langeo or Lonely Planet or, you know, something or the other. So what do you do when you're free? What do you do when there's no work? Um, Yeah, so if I tell you exactly what I do when I'm free nowadays or during the last two years, it's not related to photography. But uh, I will highlight points which are related to photography because a lot of people in the industry know me and I represent Nikon as well. Um in terms of being an NPS member, which is Nikon Professional Services. A lot of people would call and get in touch with me to get advice on how to proceed with what needs to be done. And in the last two years, as far as photography is concerned, I've just been a mentor to a handful of people uh, rather than take my camera and go shooting myself. Uh, But if you're still keen on knowing what I did, besides photography in the two years, I'm happy telling you those. Vishal, now that, uh, you know, we have uh, understood uh, what actually goes into, uh, you know, uh, finding a job or probably getting your profile selected uh, with all these uh, esteemed organization and channels. Tell me five places you have traveled and not much explored, which you would strongly recommend to other photographers. Photography point of view, tell me five hidden places. It can be anywhere, but I will restrict yourself Let's restrict uh, us to Northeast because you have done Northeast like none. I've never seen anybody, you know, you know I ha- the way you know that place is like, you know that place in and out, you know. So I'll restrict you to Northeast because I'm sure you know the whole of country. But five places in Northeast, you would strongly recommend to others for photography. Why? Same. <laughs> Why? Since you uh, make the circle a lot smaller, 
even when it comes to just the northeast, it'll be difficult suggesting just five places. I would say northeast comprises of eight states, seven sisters, and Sikkim, the younger brother. Um, I would say all eight are excellent choices because all of them have such unique things to offer to a photographer or a driver where differentiating and taking out five out of the eight becomes difficult. I would suggest, for example, there are places that are touristy, uh, like Sikkim, where a lot of people do end up going every year and there's a lot of content. Look at places that are lesser explored. And the reason for that being the content that you come up with in lesser explored places will get you a lot more mileage of your work and time spent in those places. Arunachal is, a, is the biggest state of the Northeast. I would say you start with Arunachal as number one. Uh, the different tribes, Arunachal in broad uh, has 19 major tribes. Tribe cover each of the districts these types come from. And you've got an entire book at hand. Um, going to other places, for example, Meghalaya, you can come to Shillong. Shillong's a very popular tourist destination. There's a lot of content from East Khasi Hills on the internet now. Get in touch with, if you know people in a certain area, uh, place, uh, if you know people in Shillong, be it any connection, ask them if they can take some time out and come travel with you. If you involve the locals, you're going to get the insights for each place. Um, then going to Tripura, uh, there's a, one of the biggest old Hindu rock carving temples called Onagoti. It's a very interesting site. Again, orienting yourself to culture and understanding how things came about to be is an entire storyline by itself. Nagaland, uh, you look at the 16 major tribes of the Nagas. Uh, a lot of them have certain similarities between them because they all come from the same geographical area. But each of the tribes has their own customs and uh, how they carry forward their customs and traditions is unique to each one of them. Document that. So you got so much variety, so much to look forward to so much content you can go back with. Uh, start planning, I would suppose, uh, would be the right thing to say here. Honestly, I would not give a gist of places primarily because it's such a broad geographical area. Um, a lot of places of interest are fairly well documented and known. And honestly, if I give a list that takes away from the entire experience of someone coming here and figuring out those places themselves, for example, if you come here and meet me uh, and say, hey, take me to a place no one knows about, I will take you to a place no one knows about. But if I have to already disclose that place no one knows about, then everyone is in the same bucket. You should let, as a photographer, if you go above and beyond what's required to be done, it's what's going to set you apart from the rest. And this is one of the points where you need to make that extra effort. Don't get everything spoon-fed to you very smart way of putting things across. But I'm going to come back again with another vital point. Okay. You want, don't want to disclose which makes sense to me because I have uh, realized that, uh, you know, while traveling for so many years, I realized that better that some places kept the way they are. And uh, but you can always definitely give me five tips about uh, being a good photo. What, what according to you, are some some tips because I remember you know you have been mentoning or abhi se lena to dost saal pehle ne aapko jab dekha tha tab bhi aap kafi logon ko mentor kar rahe the not me so thode se tips janna chahenge aapse ki normal crowds se hum ek achhe photographer ko kaise jaldi aur uske liye so I'm going to break this down primarily in three broad categories one you're a photographer 
looking just to document a travel that you're going for. The audience for which might just be family and friends. Now, before I continue, sorry. Depending on what your audience is, what audience you're showing your images to, is how you plan what you need and what needs to be done. The second category would be someone who's very active on social media. And they want they want or they already have a growing following. They need to be consistent in the content they put out. Third, typically would be a professional who's looking or getting on the path to becoming a professional, looking to get published in certain portals, publications, they need to come up with a storyline. What will set apart uh, someone who's very serious and very motivated towards what needs to be done compared to someone who's more happy-go-lucky and coming back with content and see where it takes them is planning. If you plan properly, the basics, the techniques of photography is something not very difficult to get a grasp of. There are There's a lot of content online where someone can pick up a, a DSLR camera, let's say, or a mirrorless camera and get an entire understanding on how it operates. But like any anything, uh, once you learn something, you have to practice it. When you practice enough, it becomes a muscle memory for you. But this is, it takes a lot many months in order for you to achieve that level of uh, commitment with your uh, skill as a photographer. In order to become a professional photographer, first thing needs to be, you need to be self-motivated. You need to be able to do the research, come up with a plan, and then uh, execute that plan in terms of good images, uh, which can be put forward to a client. Or if you're starting off, obviously, a multitude of clients. So let's say you target five publications. You've got a good story that you feel you've come back with. And once you pitch those story to five clients, you should be able to get at least one of them that will say, yes, we like your work. Let's publish you. It does not end there. That's just to get your foot in the door. The most important and crucial aspect of being a professional would typically be consistency. If you've delivered once, you have to make sure you deliver the same qualities at the same timeline with the same standards with the same professionalism time and time again. Because once you start slacking, that's the end because uh, you aren't going to get the same client again. There's a lot of competition. There are a lot of people with excellent quality of work who are going to be pitching for the same work with the same clients. So if you are inconsistent even once, or you fail to deliver on time, that's the end of your professional career, at least with that client. I agree more. Wow. Uh, Vishal, uh, do you still mentor people who reach out to you? Would you want to uh, share with you your details so that if anyone has any queries or anything to do with equipment, they can take your guide and, and perhaps, you know, you can you guys can work and if someone wants to collaborate with you, how he or she can reach out to you? So typically, uh, I mean, since over a, or close to two decades now, uh, I have a website which is vishalsagarwan.com and I used to have everyone route to my website and get in touch. I've also done multitude of articles on explaining how to become a photographer, the technicalities of different cameras available, um, how to pitch for work, how to get work. Once you start getting work, how to pitch for better clients. In all likeliness, uh, now, or rather when I resume my photography assignments again, do end up taking people who are very serious, very interested in learning from me. And I identify what kind of genres they're interested in. And depending on the kind of assignment that comes on my lap, I 
and they ask my client if it's okay and I take them along. So in a lot of cases, hands-on learning would be the best possible because uh, hands-on learning would typically be the best way forward. In terms of mentoring someone over a video call or on call, I can only handhold them to a certain extent. But how body language plays into getting a client, dealing with the client, dealing with if you're traveling, dealing with locals, humbling yourself with locals, uh, because you have to remember, you are the professional. You cannot expect professionalism from everyone you meet. You have to take light of things. You have to respect them from where they come from. You have to understand what they say. And there are times when I'm so focused with my following my itinerary. I've closed up my mind. Uh, my guide in Kerala tells me, wants to show me something and I'm focused on what needs to be covered and I'm trying to ignore him. But then I realize I need to sit back, take a breath, listen to what he has to say. And the interesting bit is there was a little, there was a waterfall I was covering uh, in Kerala, um, one of the national parks in Kerala, I'm forgetting the name now. And the guy is trying to show me a way which to me doesn't look very appealing in terms of photography. And he said, just come up a little way up and uh, I'm going to show you something. So I say, okay, let's just take a breather. My mind's frozen up. We go up, there's a second bigger waterfall, which was not documented initially. So going back to the point where keep an open mind wherever you go. I mean, respect the locals. You might be closed up in your mind, but understand they don't want to corner you. They're trying to help you out. So I've already said people, uh, hands-on mentoring would be the best way uh, forward. But at the moment, I cannot commit on that. So a lot of times people can reach out to me, but now I'm a bit strict on who I say yes to or who I mentor, primarily because not everyone who writes into me is serious about their craft. I would suggest have a strong portfolio of images that combine together, tell a story. Don't send random images. You will not hear back from me, to be honest. Send a storyline that you feel can be published in a well-known magazine. And if I see potential, I'm probably even going to uh, forward that to my contacts at the publications. I hope you enjoyed this story, this little incident of ours. If you do, please uh, let me know. Uh, you can reach out to me on my Instagram page, which is Rohan Anil Patole. I'm also available on Twitter by the name Rohan Patole. If you want to feedback तो जरूर आप ईपीलॉग मीडिया के थ्रू भी आप हमें वो दे सकते हैं एंड एट द सेम टाइम अगर आपको पसंद आया है ये पॉडकास्ट आप प्लीज हमें सब्सक्राइब कीजिए और अगर नहीं पसंद आया है तो कोई नहीं जरूर हमें बताइए कि हम अपने आप को कैसे इंप्रूव कर सके हैं दिस इज रोहन साइनिंग ऑफ टेक केयर ऑफ योरसेल्फ थैंक यू सो मच फॉर बीइंग माय लिसनर्स आई लव यू ऑल बाय बाय